Hello, my love. Welcome to the Single Women Society. Come on into the lounge. Come and take a seat with me. And I'm going to share a story with you today. Actually, you're going to witness it for yourself. I have an on-air coaching call for you today. I am bringing Vanessa to your hearts and into your ears. Vanessa opened up and was really vulnerable with me on this call. Vanessa is a, is a single mom. She has three children all under the age of 10. And she has been on this journey of finding love since her divorce of August of 2019. And she's been through a lot and she's currently actually in the process of going through like this whole body transformation. She's lost over a hundred pounds and she finds herself stuck in attracting the same type of people. And as you're going to listen, you're going to learn that Vanessa, even though she came to me for one particular problem, as we were talking, we discover that there are other ways that she can find love in her life other than seeking it out from somebody else. And I'm sure you can kind of figure out what the answer is there, but I'm so excited to share this coaching call with you. So ladies, please help me welcome Vanessa to the Single Women Society. Well, hello, Vanessa. Welcome to the show. I'm so excited to have you here. Thank you, Kat. I, uh, so I, I put out a, I put out my little feelers and I was like, is anyone interested in being coached for an episode for the single women society? And you volunteered both your time and your heart. And I know that this is going to be a space of vulnerability for you. So I cannot thank you enough from the bottom of my heart for being here. And Vanessa and I have actually known each other for years. We reconnected 2017, maybe on Periscope. Is that how we found each other? Yeah, yeah, it, it was. It was. We were. It, it was Periscope. Must. Maybe it was before then. I think it's, it's been a really long time. It's been a really it long time. Yeah, and your life has changed considerably since then, and which has brought you here to the Single Women Society. So let's talk about. Let's talk about you. So tell us a little bit about who you are and what's led you up to this point to where I could help you today. Well, I, I had mentioned to you before I had gotten divorced August of 2019 after being in a marriage for nine years. Um, he's, uh, getting remarried and, uh, to that woman he was with before we got divorced. And, um, so I've just been uh, living back in my hometown with my family, uh, raising my kids. I, uh, How old are your I've kids? Really, uh, my twins are nine, my boys, and my daughter is six years old. They just started school yesterday. Again, a new school hey. year started, so it's exciting. Some normalcy, and yes. Yes, yes, absolutely. And um, let's see, I've had a couple of relationships I've been in since I've been divorced, but this one that I, I, I was in, it's pretty complicated. And when I say complicated, I mean, I don't see a future right now. And it, and it bothers me because I've been feeling very empty, very vulnerable, questioning a lot of things and wondering 
will there ever be a future? So it's like, I, I thought if I had kept myself open to other possibilities that maybe I would find happiness elsewhere. But truth be told, it's like, it's kind of scary and I don't want to do that. And I really don't want my, myself in a position to where I keep feeling empty all the time. So when I saw that you were in this single women's society, I was like, on your Instagram, I was like, okay, I'm reaching out. And that was it. That's it. Like, I, I knew I had to do this. I knew I had to share it because I realized that a lot of whatever I'm experiencing, I would hope would impact others and to not be afraid to possibly reach out or tell their stories as well because it's it's important it's important to let it all out let it all out you know yes I think it's it's especially oh it's really difficult we don't like to have these uncomfortable conversations it takes a lot of trust to be able to share the intimate details of what's going on in our hearts and with relationships so it does take a huge amount of courage to come forward and be like, okay, I need some help. I need someone else's uh, perspective on what's going on in my life. So you are a busy single mom. Your hands are full. You have three children under the age of 10. And if I can ask how long, when you went through the divorce, how long did you wait before you started dating again? Well, when, when uh, we had originally separated in 2018, when I moved to El Paso, I, I waited like possibly almost six months before I ever even considered possibly dating because like, I didn't even think, you know, that I had wanted to, but I did a little bit. Like I, I was in, um, I'm a life insurance agent. And so when I first got licensed, I was with a company and I had a business partner. And of course we were more than business partners for a while. And that lasted like maybe six months. And it was a learning experience because I realized that there's no feelings whatsoever. There's no spark. There's nothing happening. Like it was just, I think we were both feeling lonely and we were just trying to figure things out at the time. And so it left me feeling like, okay, maybe I should wait. And so once um, I filed the divorce papers and then come August of, of 2019, I went before the judge, she signed off on everything. And then I, I waited a good long while, like probably another six months after that, before I ever even considered to try again with dating. And when uh, that happened, it's probably about, I want to say February of last year, I had um, decided to kind of just mess around with a couple of dating apps. I enjoyed being on Bumble for a little while during that time, and I had met someone on there, but um, that was also another six-month relationship, and so I started noticing a pattern. I was like, it was very, I had to go and see him because he was, he lived like an hour and a half away from me. And mm -hmm. so I had to go visit him. He mm -hmm. maybe showed up to El Paso like three times because of his job. 
And so whenever I'd go, I'd stay with him like a weekend or whatever. Like these were just, they were off, very off between us because it was a very intimate relationship. And it became very like, it was expected every single time. I think more mm. on his end for things to happen that way every time I went over there. Yes. And I, I spent a lot of time questioning things. I wondered, okay, well, did he really ever feel anything for me? Or is this truly only going to be something intimate? Little did I know during that time before the breakup that he, he was unfaithful. He was seeing other women behind my back. I had no clue. Of course, I was very heartbroken. And so the day of the breakup, I went back on Bumble just to distract myself. Right. To see if maybe I could just, you know, talk or just whatever. So that's when I found the man that I had been talking to for an entire year, who I, I, I had been, I thought that was like commitment, a possible future with. Um, he's in the army. We met up before he left to South Korea, like mm -hmm. a few times and just really getting to know each other. And of course, you know, he would send packages and he'd be really sweet. He sent like all his favorite Korean goodies and I would share them with my daughter and my sons. And um, like, we would talk a lot. Like I could see, I could see like he cared, like a part of him really cared and he really wanted something, but then something changed. Like probably about, I want to say maybe three months ago, things okay. changed. And okay. so since then it's been kind of, you know, like I've had a lot of questions that were very, that were unanswered. I mean, you figured in an entire year, people would know there's a relationship, you know, you put it out there in public and be like, okay, I'm with this person. There's a future. We're happy. That's it. This is it. Like, no, we had to keep it between each other. And I never met his family. There are things I never knew about him that I still don't know that he still won't tell me. As, as many times as I had asked him. And so it left me wondering, well, what if, what if this is not supposed to happen? What if, what if he comes back and we're not supposed to be together? What if, you know, there's no future, like mm -hmm. none whatsoever, like how we had thought. And how would I feel? Well, would I be okay with that? Maybe, <laughs> maybe not. I don't think I had taken time to grieve the end of my marriage. I didn't. I wanted to just keep going. But little did I know, it put me in, in a funk. Because yes. when I found out that he was with somebody, it, it destroyed me. You know, because as it was, I mean, I left to be in, in my hometown because I wanted to be around my family. And I wanted them to be around their grandchildren, you know, and just be a support system that I didn't have. And so he, he chose otherwise. And then when I figured out what it was, that devastated me. So then I knew getting divorced was the right choice because it's obvious that his feelings had changed. And then when I found out that she moved in to what used to be my house, and everything, I had to find a way to keep going. And so when they got engaged, 
I had to be happy for them, you know, and I chose to have peace about it because I realized that after all that time, you know, he may have moved on in his life. That doesn't mean that I won't have my chance, you know, That's just right. because these didn't work out and things were bad in the marriage when they were, it doesn't mean that there's hope and a future for someone like me just because my boys have special needs and my daughter is very unique herself like it doesn't mean that that there isn't a future because I know without a doubt that 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 that's where my heart still desires you know yes and that's good and I'm not gonna give up I'm not gonna give up because good. It, it's just you know it's just one of those things it's like okay well if this Oh, with this man and him being in the army in South Korea, it doesn't work out. It doesn't work out. It's okay. I'm not going to beat myself up over it. Yeah, I'll be sad in the beginning, but I can I can easily, you know, move forward. Like well, I, I found what makes me tick that way to where I can move forward. You know, in yes. a healthy way. Yes, I thank you so much, Vanessa. I. Mm-hmm. So there's, there's some questions I want to ask you because I know there's some questions that you had put on your forum, but these are going to be different questions. Cause like in listening to your story and where you're at now. So you kind of said something that I was going to point out to you is that you have not stopped. You have not allowed yourself to really. And one of the things that I've talked about before here is divorce is, is a loss and we have to allow ourselves the grieving process, but it is really hard from, especially when your ex so quickly moves on and so quickly jumps into another relationship that you too want to have that in your life too, because you feel that you deserve it and that you want it. And it's not fair, right? It's not fair that they get to have this relationship and Uh you don't. So you did you, um, I love that you were able to recognize that now, just knowing that you weren't able to take a deep breath and to refocus. So my, so my question is, is that you're currently kind of in a limbo situation with this man that's overseas. And let me ask you, are you, are you happy in, in this current situation with him? Are you happy? Well, I thought I was. Honestly, I thought I was, but I really am not. I've talked to him about it before, but it's just right now. It's like, I told him I'm not happy. (laughs) I'm not happy. Like you not being here makes me not happy. And, and if you are here and I'm not happy, then there's a problem. And, and what does he say? He's like, he really doesn't say anything. He changes the subject. Like okay. he doesn't want to face it. So it's like, okay, yes, you know, yes, he'll call me his love and things like this and things like that. And he'll be sweet and everything. But then he, he won't talk about it. Like if there, there even is a future, like I asked him straight out, hey, when you get back, are, is, is there anything that's going to happen between us? Like, in other words, are we moving in together or are we getting married? What What's up with all of that? Because you're supposed to be coming back in October and it's getting close. Like I told him this, um, maybe about a couple of months ago, like I, I kept bringing it up. Like I would wait a while before I would talk about it again. And then I brought it up very recently. And he said, well, I would hope so. And I was like, well, hope so means you think maybe, maybe not. 
are you conflicted? What's going on? Like, are you talking to somebody else? Like, so let me I no, I don't know. Like he, he doesn't directly answer me straight up the questions. Like he just he go he dances around it, but he won't say. So that tells me probably not. Probably not. So instead, I would I would advise you to not make assumptions and just be very clear about. So you you know that this. So I want to let me back up just a little bit. So to me, one of the things that I noticed when you were speaking was you place a lot of your happiness in all of these potential partners' hands. So instead of using the filter of being what's going to bring me joy, what can this partner bring to my life? What is it that I'm getting out of this relationship? You're bending and molding yourself in order to fit into their expectations and what they want. And so to me, just listening to, instead of being firm about it and setting that boundary, being like, I'm not happy. This isn't what I want. And instead of allowing him the, you know, having him to come to, having him come to a, to give you that answer that you need. And even if he did come to you, so let me ask you this, even if he did come to you and say, oh no, no, I want us to be in a relationship. And when I come back in October, we're going to be in a relationship. Is that really what, I mean, Vanessa, is that what you want? Do you want a relationship with him? Or is that you, are you settling because you feel that the only way that you're going to be happy is if you're in a relationship? I think that's where my head was. And honestly, like it just wasn't matching with what my heart was wanting. And I, I, I had said that even if I were to be alone, that I'd be completely okay with that. And I'd be completely happy and content with my kiddos, no matter what. And just going from there and figuring things out on my own. And that's pretty much where I'm at right now because, and what I'm thinking that I would move forward. Let's say he said he wants to be in a relationship. I would tell him no. Honestly, like I, I know my answer. It would be no. <laughs> I'd be like, I'm sorry, but I thought this is what I wanted. But no, no, it's not. Oh, I would agree with you because here's my perspective is that he's taking up way too much real estate that he doesn't deserve, right? So you're giving him so much control and power that he doesn't, like women- we do that where we want to be with somebody so badly and we don't want to feel alone, even if they are across the ocean or across the pond, right? We still want to have that connection, but people have to earn that connection. People have to earn that right to be able to be in that space with you. And if he's not providing to you what you need and you've been able and you've sat them down and been like, okay, these are my needs and this is what I want. And they still can't give that to you. Then that my love, that's the point where you, you need to, before you do anything else, before you're on any more apps, before you do any other dating, you need to end this first because nothing is going to come your way until you end this relationship first. Oh, you're absolutely right. Absolutely right. Which it sounds like to me that you've, you've been kind of have having him on the side in a way, but not really like, and then you've been exploring other options, seeing what else is out there and nothing else is going to come your way until you resolve what's 
already there because this is a learning opportunity for you too. This is, this is where you're understanding your worth. This is when you're understanding your value. This is when you get to, this is when you have these aha moments of what it is that you really do want in a partnership. Um, is this something that you think you can do? Yeah. Talking to you about all of this, actually, um, I wanted to do that because I, um, I keep always keep, I've been keeping this to myself yeah. and everything bottled up inside. And so it, it just makes me feel like I can't um, function, you know, properly. And so I felt like I was just like sometimes like a little zombie or something just trying to go through the motions. And, um, you know, uh, like I said, I completely agree because um, that's the way it should be right now. And that I was not allowing for other things in my life because I didn't have this resolved. And right. it made sense, you know, it made sense because it, it was like something that I just had to release and let go of and really just lay it thick on him and just be like, look, I'm sorry, but I don't want this. <laughs> and just let him know. Because you know, you know and, and it, it's okay. It is okay. It's okay. And this is um, every, and I think, especially for the women who have been through a divorce, like we yearn, we oh, want yeah. some normalcy, right? We're so mm -hmm. used to being with someone when you're, whether you're married to someone for a long time, you're in a relationship with them for a long time. It's completely natural and normal to do what you're doing to where you settle in relationships, because to you, this is comfortable. This is familiar. This is what you, this is where you want to be. But you know that there's that inner woman that's inside of you that's going, Vanessa, girl, you know, you deserve better than this. Like, you know, that you have, you have been there. You have done that. You deserve someone who wants to be your partner and not someone that you're settling for, nor to give, allow them to dictate whether, what goes on in the relationship. That's not, that's not, that's, yeah. they don't call it a partnership. Absolutely. No, because somebody's no. in control, right? It's a partnership <laughs> right. where you're like right. working together. I was focusing on how I could keep him happy. And mm -hmm. that was answering his video chats, talking with him, doing, telling him whatever he wanted to hear just to keep him happy. But mm -hmm. I was like, well, wait, what about me? Like, what about me? Right. What about here, right here? Like, what is it? that's missing there and then that's when I started questioning it and now it's like I get it and it's it's like sometimes I'll go quiet and hold on the lie and because I don't want to talk I want to I don't want to talk right. and like he thinks it's his fault and I'm like well I'm not mad he didn't do anything to make me mad I just don't want to talk and I don't get that. Um, I guess he, you know, he pushes me to a point to where I end up saying something. And even when I want to stay quiet, you know, and just, you know, just think about things. I can't because, you know, he doesn't give me that opportunity because he thinks it's his fault. And then I don't know where that comes from, but all that insecurity he's laying on me, like, <clears throat> um, made me feel very, uh, like 
that everything I want and desire was like very minimal, like, mm-hmm. like the least important. And I didn't like that. I didn't like mm-hmm. that I was doing that. And I think that's why I was feeling so empty because I was allowing for everything on his end to matter more than everything that was right here. Right. Right. Here. And I think that's what it boils down to. Yeah. And I, uh, I, I would advise you to kind of journal. Do you journal at all? Oh yeah. Write I things write down. Okay. Out. I do. I would uh-huh. advise you after this call to write down whatever's in your heart and whatever you're thinking and feeling, because we can talk ourselves out of things. Our ego can get in the way where our ego's like, but, but, mm-hmm. but, you know, but I'm still in a relationship and I want to feel safe and I want to feel secure. But in, even though your gut and your inner woman's like, I know that this person isn't for me and that I, I need to truly take this time. And, and I think that there's power in that Vanessa to where you are able to reflect and be like, okay, I've rebuilt my life when you go through a divorce, you, everything that you knew is gone and you're Mm -hmm. having to completely rebuild and reestablish, you know, there's now you have an ex and you have, especially when you have children that are involved, when we are bouncing around from relationship to relationship, we're placing all of our happiness and our worth and everything in those relationships and we lose ourselves in the process, meaning we're not, like you said yourself, you're like, you're not paying attention to you. You're not, you're not dating you. You're not filling your cup. Cause I think as women, and you mentioned this before we hit record, but as women we're filling out and you said it, you're filling up everyone else's cup. Okay. Is your cup full? Is your cup full? Is your cup full? Okay. As long as everyone else's is full, then you're fine. But women do come to a screeching halt where they're like, okay, I cannot keep on going like this. Like something in my life has to change. And so we rely on other people to fill it for us, but it's not until we have that awareness for ourselves to where we're like, okay, if I have the power to fill up everyone else's cup. Why am I not filling up my own? And I think we don't realize, we don't realize that because we think that all these things are going to fill our cup. No, it's you. You have to fill your own cup. You get to create your own life that you've always wanted to live. You get to create this new beginning and the way that we do that is by figuring things out again and dating ourselves. And what is it? What is, what are the things that you want to be doing with your life? Mine, like you said before, minus a partner. So just cut that out of the equation. And one of the things that I always, I always, when my clients first start working with me, I always say where, if the, if your life was perfect without a partner, what would it look like six months from now? What would it look like 12 months from now? The goal is to get you, because when you're living your best life on your own, loving your life, paying attention to yourself, knowing your worth, that's when love goes, hey, what's up? I'm here. I'm here to see you because love brings love. And if we're in a, if we're in a mindset of scarcity where we're just grabbing on to the next guy. We're like, oh, you're going to pay attention to me. Oh, you're going to pay attention to me. Oh, you're going to pay attention to me. That's not love. So, okay. Let me ask you this. What 
what would, what, what in your life does bring you joy other than your children? So when it comes to dating you and loving you, um, singing. Oh, I, yeah. Like hardcore. I love that. I love, I mean, I, I think what all springs be joy now that I, I have been doing this for over a year now. It's, it's working out. Like I, yes. seriously, like I kid you not the weight training, the strength training that I do, the cardio, everything like sweating, <laughs> being sweaty, coming home, super sweaty. Like I love that. I live for it. It's it it renews me like in so many ways and it's like such a hobby and people are like how do you do it I'm like how do you not (laughs) how can you just sit there and not do something with your life like Mm -hmm. seriously like I learned that that strength I I actually gathered from my physical strength I put it within me to like gather the strength inside of me to actually just keep going I I think coming October, I'm supposed to be in a competition like at the end of the, of October for like bodybuilding, but it's a transformation one. It's more, it's not like the the bikini comp- competitors and stuff. It's actually a transformation com- uh, category that I'm in. So I'm hoping, I'm hoping that it works out for me because if I go and I do this and I'm on stage and people see how much I've changed in like two years, then they'll be like, whoa, like she can do it. So can I, I noticed all these people just started in my life that people that I know, they started working out, they started eating better. They said, it's because of you. And so I, I know impacting other people's lives like that, just by living out mine brings me joy as well. So it started Amen. with yes. focusing on, on my health. I started focusing with that focus for me to find that joy I want to give myself a year of nothing mm-hmm. like that no relationships nothing just so many me with my kids to be completely truly single mom really just my focus and living in my single mess the way that I should I want to give myself a year of that and see where I I bloom and blossom in that time before anything happens. How about, how about, how about instead of a year, because a year can be overwhelming, I would give you baby steps. So I would start with three months. So with my clients, if they're in the same position as you, I always say, just start little, start with three months because that's more doable, right? So instead of being like, no, but it's only going to be a year, give yourself a little bit of of grace. What's that? I didn't think of baby steps. I didn't think of baby steps. Like I focus on my health and it's every six weeks I'm, I'm starting over mm-hmm. and I just keep going every six weeks. So if I could do it like that, maybe, I mean, I don't see there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, every nope. three months, you know, yeah. like, yeah, every 90 days, I don't, I don't see anything wrong with that Mm-mm. at all. So if I, I would, I would like take the next 90 days. So let's do this. If it's doable, if you, if you agree, so you're going to take care of whatever you're, you're going to have that conversation that you need to have with them. Right. And then (laughs) taking the next 90 days and really focus on, I love this. 
I love hearing you as you're on this journey that you're making an impact on other people's lives. And I think that focusing more of your time and attention in outreach would be really beneficial for you there. And I'm all about you singing. So what do we need to do to get you singing? Is it like private lessons? Is it going to karaoke? Like, what is it that you uh, need to start singing I again? I need to get like more voice lessons and maybe see where I can go with that with my singing. I, do, I know karaoke is fun, but I don't want to do it just for fun. Like, I want to get back. Oh, you want to, okay. Maybe going in, into like, you know, choir and like maybe sing, you know, at church, you know, maybe get into back onto worship and stuff and just really just, just getting it out there. But like also, you know, like, with my voice lessons and stuff you know really expanding where I already have my range and just practice because I'll, I'll sing on my own and yeah I'll do stuff and like I'll have fun with it or sometimes I'll, I'll like I'll find myself whenever someone's birthday and they're close to me and stuff I'll sing happy birthday to them and I'll send them a video and they're oh, like I love they that. you know I'll, I'll do stuff like that I'll be thoughtful like that but like I just, I just really want to expand and see where I go with it because, like, I just don't want to, like, be like, oh yeah, karaoke is fun, but like, honestly, when am I gonna have time to go and do that? You know, so I, I just, I need to maybe do a little bit of both and see where yes. I, I end up with it because, like, I, I want it to be what, like, how I used to just sing because I want to be happy, yes, all the time, yes. It's something that I feel like. I, I could feel uh, so much inside of me with, but like release that and people would hear it and be like, whoa, okay, she's got something there. But like, it's not so much more about them and doing it for people, for myself. And mm-hmm. that was something I would do for me. And as far as impacting other people, well, of course, you know, I'm, I'm a part of this health and wellness company. And when we um, have those um, pledged, those six weeks transformation pledges um to go through i want other people to do it too i want to be able to share it with them but like also to help them get through it yes and not just what you know so while i'm while they're part of it i'm doing it too but i'm helping them along the way and i'm sharing it but like impacting their lives and just keep building because like that's just something that i i've been lacking on and, and and i know why it hasn't been i haven't been successful it's because there was always something holding me back and I, and now I know why. And knowing that I have a support system already there, I've just been neglecting it because I haven't focused on what I need to empty myself of and rid myself of just so I can, I can be selfless, you know, because I wasn't, I, I, I think I was being like in the, in the, in a healthy manner, you know, being completely selfless and just, giving of myself to others the way that I used to, you know? And because I wouldn't think about myself in it. I wouldn't think about me. I would only think about how I can help them. Like without realizing it, you know, that in my life, whatever they're seeing, it it's what's making the biggest impact, like to help them start. And it, it's like cat it's, it's like jump starting something in them that that they ne- that they thought they never had. And well, so and I want to keep doing that. I agree know? with you. And I think that having this clarity, because when we're romantically involved with somebody that's not, that we're feeling 
conflicted with this person takes up so much of our time and attention and we base our worth off of it. So if you're not feeling positive about a relationship, you're not going to feel positive about anything else in your life either. And you're going to allow this person to kind of tell you the type of person that you are, or what am I not providing or giving to this person? Why am I not being seen with this person? Why is this person not providing to me what I need? And so that does trickle down into all the different areas of your life, but you having this clarity and being like, this isn't what I want. I want to make an impact in other people's lives. And here's the thing, Vanessa, the impact that you make in other people's lives, you deserve to make an impact in your own first. Right. 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 You're absolutely right about that. I, I, I can't give if something there's nothing to give if there's something inside of you to get. You're right. And and that's just it. Like I, I never saw it that way. And I know, you know, it's like, okay, well. I, I gain all my strength um, from my faith in God. And I know that having him on my side, it helps so much more because it's like, I'm never truly alone. You know, I have my kiddos and my parents. I have very close support system that I didn't think I had, but I do. And it makes all the difference. You know, because I know that whatever I'm facing, whatever I'm going through, you know, it it's nothing compared to nothing compared to what other people have gone through. And if I can help at least just one person with whatever it is, especially something like this, then I say that uh, that would make me happy, like truly happy, and knowing that at least they get to hear it out and like knowing, okay, well. She, I'm not the only one who's conflicted in something or that I, I have, you know, it's okay. Cause like, this is okay. So she's divorced. She's got her kids. She's been through what she's been through. So that makes them feel a little bit better. And knowing whatever they have to do in their life to make changes, they, they can do it because right. I am <laughs> right. And you know, and to know it's okay. That it is okay. I'm not perfect. Nobody's perfect, but at least realizing and vocalizing what it is that we need to change that in itself is liberating because I didn't I never I like I said I never talked about it right ever like I didn't want to I didn't want to talk about it. I wanted to keep it to myself because I was comfortable in that little space and wasting that space without even thinking that I was wasting it like I thought that that's exactly how it was supposed to be and then eventually it was going to be like my happily ever after, but little right. bit, my happily ever after is in here, you know, it's, it's in here, like, inside That's right. me. Yes. It just, you know, just burst forth and just, you know, like make a huge impact and on myself and, and, and here in my home first and foremost, and then out there, you know? Let's conclude our call by you tell me what are, what are you going to do? What are you going to do now moving forward? What are your next steps? Well, I got to write down everything that I've been feeling. And I'm not going to forget to do that. I'm really going to write it down. And okay. I'm going to talk about it. Good. I'm going to talk about it and I'm going to go ahead and make it known. And I'm just, I'm going to, I'm going to cut that. I'm going to cut those cords and then I'm just going to, um, I'm going to, actually look into how I can start, um, you know, 
keeping discipline in my in my business uh, with my health and wellness business and just seeing what happens in the next three months with how I can help out people and seeing how also how I can grow. I forgot to mention this. Um, uh, my meal prep business, like I'm, I'm starting to teach yes. people how to meal prep. You know, Good. I Yes, I want to start teaching people how to do it, but also like offer it up as a service and, you know, like to show people, okay, well, this is what you have to shop for. This is how you do these things, but I don't know. Um, I'll have to figure that part out as it. Okay. So I'll have to figure that out as it happens, but I'm, I have a plan already in motion. I'm ready for it. I'm, I'm going to. Focus on all of that. Good. <laughs> and my good. And, and everything else in my life that I've been focusing on with my kids and everything. That's a given because that's an everyday. Do you think, so. well, just one more thing to add to it. So you're going sure. to kind of, I, I would advise you two to take a break from dating too for the next 90 days and focus on all these amazing things that you've been working on. And then also, okay. can you treat yourself? Can you get away for a night or get away for a day? Can have, can you leave the kids and go and give yourself a treat somewhere? Can you go do something for you? Absolutely. I I know I can. I mean, I have a business trip I'm supposed to go on in September. um, Oh, lovely. That doesn't mean that I could have some leisure time, you know, maybe go to the beach while I'm out there. It's in California, but um, maybe I can, I can, you know, I can turn some of it into a personal thing as well. There's that's, that's a given. I can do that. Okay. Good. Um, no problem. And also in October, <laughs> that's an important month for me as far as the competition goes. Um, I would have to be on stage and stuff, but like, yeah, that's a, that's a big, a big one. Yes. A huge one that I'm focusing on now, like to prepare for, keep, keep my focus where I'm at. And I know I won't be able to, I, I know that'll help me not feel so down on myself or feel so Correct. lonely and give into the whole, like, oh, I have to be in a relationship like that. I know I won't do because okay. now that Good. I know that Good. I know what I know. Yes. I, I know I won't, I won't fall into that. <laughs> Good. You know, I won't fall into that again because it's just, it's not worth it. It's not worth it. You know, I think. No, your, fil- your filter, your, I'm not pickers, ready. your picker's off I'm not right ready. now. I'm not ready. No. I'm still not ready. When I follow us, I'm not. That's, no. that's it. That's um, it. I'm not ready. I'm not. I'll figure that out eventually. And I don't want you to will. think about it because. 90 days, just 90 days. Give it 90 days. And you're going to be. I'll follow up with you, Vanessa, 90 days from now, and I'll check in with you and see where you're at. And you're going to notice a huge change in, in how you think and feel about yourself by giving yourself room to breathe white space, spend some time on yourself, build your business, do the things that you love to do. Start singing. You need to put that on your list too, by the way, start singing, figure that out somewhere. Oh yeah. Um, and I think you'll, you'll, you'll see the change in 90 days. Um, is there anything else that you wanted to ask me before we sign off? No, no. Um, all of this, just being given the opportunity to talk about it and with yeah. you and everything has been huge because it actually opened up all these things about me that I had no clue were there. 
or that mm. I didn't want to admit about mm. myself. And yes. I, um, I, I'm really grateful for it because it, it just, it, it makes me feel so much better in knowing Good. that I could talk about it, yes. you know? And, and that's, that's it. Like there's, there's no question to it. There's no doubt. I have no doubt in my mind that, that moving forward and spending the next 90 days when my focus is going to be, it's going to be awesome. So good. I'm ready for these next steps. It's going to be interesting to see what happens, you know, no matter what. So, well, thank you so much for being a part of the Mm -hmm. show. It's so awesome to have you here and big, huge, virtual hug. And, um, I'm sh- we'll catch up again in 90 days. Sound good. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. That sounds great. A huge, gigantic hug of appreciation to Vanessa. Thank you, my love for your courage. Thank you for being vulnerable and for sharing your love story with all of us and allowing me an opportunity to coach you here in the lounge of the single women's society. Now, Ladies, if you've been listening and you're like, hmm, I wonder what Kat would say about my love life. All you have to do is apply. That's it. That's like the hardest part is just to apply. So just send me an email, kat at singlewomensociety.com, and I'll send you an application. You've got nothing to lose. And it's for free. It's absolutely for free. So if you are interested, I highly encourage you to apply. Okay, here are my parting words. Sometimes the best dating advice you can receive is the advice to stop dating. Sometimes in order for us to have more clarity in our life, we need to stop the static of the dating and all of the noise and take a step back. Especially if you are a woman who bounces from relationship to relationship to relationship. And you notice if you're dating, most likely you're dating the same person over and over again, but just in a different not the same person, but the same type of person over and over again, and you're still unhappy. And so when this happens, take a step back, just take a 90 day break, delete all of the apps, take a gigantic step, take a seat in the most coziest chair that you can and breathe. If you're seeking happy, if you think that the the key to happiness is in someone else's hands, you are going to be highly, highly disappointed because you will not find it. Happiness has to come from you first, has to. That's how love finds you. So there's that. And the second thing is, is that if you are in an unhappy relationship, I highly encourage for you to take a good look and realize what is going on because to prolong a relationship that you are extremely unhappy in, it's not fair to you and it's not fair to them either. You wouldn't want to be in a relationship with somebody knowing that they're extremely unhappy, right? So if you are unhappy in a relationship, I highly encourage you to stop, like stop wasting time and get down to the nitty gritty of it and figure out what's going on. And, and if the solution is letting it go, then let it go. Okay. Phew. Okay. <clears throat> there are my parting words for you. As always, my love, if you are here and you are watching on YouTube, Hey, do you like my tiger shirt? Um, I really like the shirt. In fact, I haven't uh, worn it before for an episode because I was told that I was always supposed to wear solid colors, but I just, it's my show. 
can wear what I can wear what I want to. So if you're watching on YouTube, thanks for being here. Please make sure to like, subscribe, and follow, and make sure and, and click the little bell. Then that way you're uh, alerted every time a new episode is uploaded. If you're listening on Spotify and iTunes, thank you so much. I would really love it if you would subscribe if you would subscribe to the podcast and of course rate and review because that's how other women can find us and if you have Instagram or Facebook come and follow me I have a lot of fun over on Instagram in particular because I'm having so much fun with those reels I'm dancing I'm lip syncing I'm doing all kinds of things that I never thought that I would do but here we are so come follow me at Kat Cantrell over on Instagram and Facebook ladies life is too short I know it's cliche, but it's so true. And why would you waste it putting your happiness in everyone else's hands when it's clearly could be in yours? All right, my love. Don't ever forget, true love is waiting for you. And I will see you all next time. Bye.